Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was on um, a bit of a spiral. What type of spiral? Like an uh, internet spiral. Okay. Um, and I came across... Did you ever hear this story about the Russian hikers that went... They were basically in Russia. And um, they were, like, trying to get, like... There's, like, different grades of skiing. And they were trying to get to, like, grade three skiing, which is, like, highly dangerous skiing. Okay. So there was, like, nine of them. They went, uh, like, hiking to get to the point where they ski, obviously. And... They uh, put up their tent one night, never to be heard from again, dropped all communication. They sent a rescue party out. They found the tent slashed from the inside, all of their clothes neatly folded on the on the inside. Okay. Like, so everything as if normal, like no panic, no like strewn stuff. They found four of the bodies. They died of hypothermia. But they, like they said, everybody left the tent either in the wrong shoes, barefoot, or in socks. Bizarre. So they found four other bodies kind of in their underwear mm. or like close to underwear. Like they were like, I think they said on it, like completely like not dressed for the weather, essentially. Um, all in different like stages that looked like they were trying to get back to the tent a tree that had all its branches kind of like broken almost so it looked like somebody was trying to climb the tree like mad shit couldn't find the rest of the bodies for like two months then found the rest of the bodies in the river bizarre in the river wearing the clothes of the people who had died previous previous so wearing the clothes of the people who died of hypothermia yeah all with impacts. They all died from severe impacts. So they said the impact would be like from a car crash almost. You know, that like yeah. internal, like earth, sh- like you shattered essentially. One of their eyes were gouged out. One of their tongues was cut out. And then one of the bodies was like radioactive. Had a really high level of like, whatever you call it. that Radiation. On them. Radiation on them. Fucking bizarre they cannot and they only oh, reopened it so that was back in the 70s 60s maybe maybe even 50s and uh they've only reopened the case last year oh my god is that not the fucking most bizarre thing ever could have been bad lsd trip I, I, uh, that's what they said really yeah, that was one of the things they were like it could have been like dodgy drugs like it could have been like y'all it? did a load of acid hang on sorry i'm just like gonna put my sunglasses this down and who is you? <laughs> Hello, and you are very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jam. I am Carla. <laughs> This week we are talking about mad TV concepts. Yeah, bizarre TV concepts. Are we talking reality shows or like plots for... We're talking about it all, Jen. Talking about a broad range. Talking about everything, Jen. If you will. Yeah, absolutely. Because some things, especially on shows, like on paper they'd look absolutely shit. But But then they work. But they work. Like if you were to look at the script of... Stranger Things. Yeah. You'd be like, nah. Yeah. No thanks. Well. But it, it's a really good show. Yeah, it's Even though it's show. stupid, like. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is a bit stupid, actually, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a big but, fucking wall full of gunk that's yeah. terrorising the... Yeah, but then it goes into the whole, like, Russian government and all that other kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, now we know that, but it's just... 
just myself looking the way I I'd kind of look at scripts going and I know say I'd be looking at an old script for mm-hmm. something that's already out I'd be reading the script going my god if this is the first time I ever saw this is absolutely no fucking way I'd have anything to do with it but what's it like I'll, reading scripts it's like reading a book you, you have to imagine it and then most of the time your interpretation of it is wrong oh so like because <laughs> like I've, I've read scripts and auditions for stuff that I didn't get the parts in and then when they come out I'm like oh this is a completely different no wonder I didn't get the fucking part oh you <laughs> were like I read this wrong when yeah because when you you get a script and you have to read for it they don't give you direction okay. they want to see where you go with it and sometimes they'll go with your idea but sometimes they already have an idea in mind and okay. if you haven't gotten grasped that they're like no this it's not going to work it's like it's something personal it's just like no not mad about horror interpretation of it or sometimes they will come back to you and say well we were kind of thinking about taking it in this direction so maybe try it that way but it, it's it's very open to interpretation but most of the time when I read the scripts and they see it then on the telly I'm like wow that's uh, not what I imagined it to be at all that's fucking rude but and not to sound not to give myself a little pat on the back there but sometimes the way I imagine it is better than the way I fucking no, do it you're like they should have done like, it that I'd way watch my one would have been much better I'd yeah. like to see it <laughs> I would do that again but in a different way completely <laughs> That is not what I saw for that. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a like a, a concept given to you or a script given to you that you've just been like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Has well, been- no, not not from a perspective, not from a person who was actually on the edge of doing it. I would oh. have people that would come to me and be like, what do you think? Do you want to, do you want to get together and write this? Maybe me, the concept, concept is this. And I'm like, like that. The concept sounds just like something that I wouldn't be into. So I would have automatically said no. But, like, the more I think of it, and, like, that would have been a couple of years ago, I've kind of learned a lot since then. But now that I think of it, I'm just like, well, realistically, if you looked at the concept of fucking Game of Thrones, you'd be like, like, witches and wizards and, like, Lord of Light, what the fuck? I think, though, with the Game of Thrones, it was from a book, so they were just like, oh, oh yeah. we go, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, of course, it deviated from... You know the last was it the last two series? From the last being, two series, the books weren't written yet. Yeah, well, it's de- like and it also deviated from being good. <laughs> <laughs> I only ever read the books. I never bothered watching. Very the hard to follow the series. The whole thing. You should see the books. The, the fucking books are bizarre. Yeah, I suppose like, when you have to yeah. like yeah, imagine yeah, it, the like characters. Each chapter up. is given like so. You'd have it like Arya, and then you go on to like Sansa, and then it flips to like fucking John. Mm. And then you're on Ned and you're literally like, oh, headache. Yeah. Like, I used to just skip, like, Sansa's chapters because they were so... She good. is so bad. She's a shit character. What was she even in it for? I don't really entirely know. Arya was the best character. She Absolutely. She was the fucking Bob. They could have done without Sansa now, in fairness. Absolutely. Didn't really um, have much input. Is there any that, like, you can tell us about? Um, put me on the spot now. There's one actually, and I it's it's only coming out now, and I don't know if any of the characters in it are listening to this, so I don't want to name it. But there's one that I did a table read for, didn't end up getting the part. I don't know whether it was that and got to do with the fact that I was heavily pregnant on Bobby when I was getting uh, shot, and I possibly had him while they were still filming it. Um, the concept seems a bit. It's kind of tongue in cheek, like you know, it's, it's a bit that's grass. Like it's it's kind of fun. It's a funny script. Okay. Will it look classic RTE Fair City type of shit? Oh. Will it? It's and that's not <coughs> against Fair City. I actually know loads of actors in Fair City. They're great actors. It's just I don't think it's produced right. But what Fair City? Fair City, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's not. It's yeah. just it's old school Ireland, isn't it? it? Like, exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. But I just feel I don't know is. I, I'm dying to see it. I'm dying to see what way it worked out. I'm dying to see is what I imagined in my head the way it's going to be. Or is it going to be better or worse? Really? It's uh, out in June. What's the concept? It's uh, about murderous hairdressers. It's like a gang in this place. And it's supposed to be funny? Fun- yeah, it's comedy. It's um like a group of hairdressers and they're getting terrorised by the, the local gang and they end up turning into murderers. <laughs> they kill them all. Do you know what I mean? That kind of sounds a bit like... Interesting. Hmm. But so I'm d- dying to see what it turns... What it looks like. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean... It was initially called Cutters. I can't remember what the new name for it is now. Mad Hatters. It's not Mad Hatters. 
I can't remember what the new name for it is. Um, but it's out, do you want to see? It's an Irish film, like. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm dying to see what it's, it's going to look like when it comes out because they, it, it just seems like it's going to... Uh, like it wouldn't be taken seriously, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it, could, uh, it could be fucking brilliant, like, yeah, do you know like. what I mean? So I'm dying to see what's going to be like. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I find, like, I'd just love to know how some of these things get the whole way through into production. Do you know? That was a while. Like some concepts, like, you, I just wonder. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that was a while. Now, I did the table read for that in 2018. Fucking hell. That was the table read, and they were supposed to film it in the spring, and then it was, well, obviously I wasn't involved in this, so I don't know the full background of it, but they didn't shoot it until, it was over a year later, it was November. Yeah. Just gone, so. Oh, yeah. God. Mm. You literally just had the sprog. Yeah, literally <laughs> just had it. was actually Adam. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I actually saw one of the girls at an Aslan gig, uh, Shauna Higgins, she's in it, and uh, she, she was saying she was great crack on set, so. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a fairly short shoot, I think it was five or six weeks. Is that a short shoot? Mm. I know absolutely nothing about shooting. I'm just always like, how... Yeah. Some things I'm just like, how did you get over the line? Do you get me? Yeah, it takes a lot. You Like, you're looking for funding and everything like that as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the Irish film border of shit. Like, they wouldn't, like... At the beginning, they wouldn't fund uh, John Connor's movie, Carabao Gangsters. Really? Himself, yeah. yeah. And he he made a big fucking deal of that at the IFTAS. He was like, we didn't get funding for this because of who I am. He was, well, he said it was because he was a traveller. I don't know whether that was it or they just didn't like the, the concept or the whatever. Concept, but he, yeah. he, they wouldn't fund it for him, basically. So, it's I find the... that all very interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, now, obviously, we've touched on this a couple of times we did one on reality tv mm. um this is kind of less about reality tv and more of kind of like a mesh of like concepts that like as i said i'm very confused as to how they got over the line mm. um one that rings true to my childhood is takeshi's castle oh my god takeshi's castle it's such a shit show isn't it i just bizarre <laughs> <laughs> like so all i remember is it being insanely difficult mm. and really weird yeah but i was hooked so I was like yeah yeah what like what was the challenge TV that it used to be on challenge it was on Comedy Central as well for a while yeah yeah they'd do like back to back before they got their hands on friends and now that's all they fucking show but it well no and then there's another one as well because who um, the Irish presenter what's her name and Richard Hammond did it as well Ashen B no no Amanda Amanda Byron Yes, mm. she hosted it with Richard Hammond. So I don't think, you know, the way the Takeshi's Castle, yeah. Castle is more Asian. Yeah. I think this was like an English one. I can't remember the name of it now. It's Ninja Warrior? No, but it was it was pretty much the same thing as Takeshi's Castle, Castle like it was a, a, an assault course. Interesting. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what Takeshi's Castle is, it was a mad Japanese show where it was like a, an assault course an obstacle course but like they used to fuck them from height like yeah. they used to literally like some of the challenges I was like ooh that's a broken yeah. bone and they'd just be like ha 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 and they were never dressed appropriately never like the women were always wearing like skirts or little tops or whatever and it was like it was a hardcore like I'm pretty sure army people couldn't get through them courses yeah like, it's, it was harder than gladiators it was like mad things swinging at them from like 10 metres up it was really like it was mm. It was honestly it was bizarre but just I was imagine hooked. jumping on a big inflatable with somebody on the other side of it from I'm going to say the height of a crane yeah <laughs> that yeah. kind of shit yeah that kind of shit really weird I, I can't remember what the prize was I don't or was there a prize I don't think there was it was just I just remember no one ever got through to the last round no very rarely very rarely through. and you'd be yeah. delighted for and you'd be like oh my god and you'd be like this is a good episode because they nearly got through to the but it was like such a I feel like there was such a volume of episodes. Yeah. Like I Challenge think, used to show two a night, every night. For yeah. four years, maybe. It was really popular over here. And I don't know why, because it's just one of those, it's like, nothing productive is happening. No. Not, like, you no. are watching that, it's chewing yeah. gum for the brain. Yeah, it's it just really like, yeah. you're looking at this because nothing else is on. Yeah, funny. Speaking of Amanda Byram, the swan. 
This is ringing the bell. I don't think I watched this though. So I think we talked about this on reality TV, but it's one that kept coming up. I asked everybody what's their most bizarre kind of like what concepts did they see? And they were like, how the fuck did this get through? So the Swan was a show where women went on and got like intensive like plastic surgery Mm. to become the Swan. Like, so it was like from an ugly duck to a swan. Oh, stop that. Yeah, it was, it was, honestly, it was bizarre. That. It was bizarre. I know, I heard the word swan and I was like, this has got to do with plastic yeah. surgery and makeovers, yeah. but like, to go from the ugly duckling, I thought they yeah, could have left like, that bit. Yeah, you are a swan. And the girls would all be like, yay, you know, it's like, and their mental health is in ribbons. Yeah. Like, in absolute ribbons. But I'm also like, how did that get over the line? Also, like, Shows like that, was the other one called Bridal Plasty? Yeah, there was that, yeah, that came up a good bit as well. But like, at least that was for their wedding. This was like, they were unhappy with their lives and appearance and are are revitalised by undergoing physical, mental and emotional transformations. So they get a coach, a therapist, a trainer, a cosmetic surgeon, a dentist and a stylist. But I'm sorry, like, I know that they threw in, I think that it's just such a like, they threw in the coach and the therapist for... So they didn't get sued, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that like, is mad. a bizarre concept. It was only on for like six months. Uh, that does not surprise me one bit. Yeah, I know. But um, Amanda Byram, a little classic, Um, she was the host of it, which was, I remember it was a massive, it was like quite well produced. It was American. Yeah. So it was like, you know, heavily American produced. Um, Amanda is like I mean she's phenomenal but she always looked unreal she always had like the best clothes she just looked great you know when she you're like reminds you look great, me girl. of an Irish Celine Dion yeah I see it you see yeah I do see it yeah absolutely she has that kind of look off her yeah I do there's a few plastic surgery shows like. there is a pl- few plastic surgery shows I mean I do find them all like apart from botched I do I like, love I, botched I, I like botched because I'm like thank fuck they're getting themselves sorted out but it was so so grim yeah like it was such a grim premise and like I wouldn't even mind like the women were all all they needed was a bit of like a bit of eyebrows hair makeover do you know like a bit of makeup applied properly they didn't need fucking like I remember one girl got like nine or ten surgeries in one go and it would be like they get like a nose job boob job like mad stuff tummy tuck liposuction I mean absolutely fucking bizarre and then they do this reveal where they'd walk down the stairs and like their whole family be like you look nothing like I was gonna say you'd be waking up in a different body like fucking Frankenstein yeah like I mean I feel like also there was there was one what you call a contestant I suppose yeah it wasn't really a competition though it was just very strange um critics obviously tore it apart absolutely yeah. yeah and viewers weren't really about it either they watched it was car crash shelly yeah, like it was yeah. like i'm watching this but like why am i watching i just even as a kid i remember watching it and being like this is wrong <laughs> yeah yeah this is really wrong um and one of the one of the swans yeah they were called swans one of the swans came out saying that like she had you know issues with uh complications as a result of the surgeries mm-hmm. yeah her mental health got worse fuck as it obviously would. Yeah. You're giving someone a therapist and then being like, off you go there, nine surgeries for you. Um, it's very hard to get to watch any of it. It's kind of been erased from the... Oh, yeah. the spectrum. Yeah, from Fuck. the spectrum. I mean, what was Amanda Byron thinking? <laughs> I suppose when you're a presenter, you probably just take what's going, especially if it's in America. Actually, I remember as a kid. But she's quite international now, though, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is. Amanda she's Byron. done a good few bits, actually. Mm. Yeah, funnily enough. Um... I remember watching it and being like, oh my God, that's so cool. Someone Irish is on an American TV show. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then I remembered it was the swan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, slightly bizarre. There's, but, uh, there are some mad presenters though. Like I recently only started watching Love is Blind and I, Nick Lachey walked out and I was like, what? Yeah. What the fuck is Nick Lachey doing? Well, he did, he, did he do, he did other stuff after like the success of Newlyweds. Um, do you remember that I that's what I even said because when he walked out I was like oh my god that's Jessica's husband's ex that's Jessica Simpson's ex. ex yeah and then I know like Vanessa Lachey I can't remember her old name but her name is Vanessa Lachey now she was TRL do you remember TRL yeah yeah so she was TRL I think that's how they met okay through his boy band Um, and then he tried to have a solo career 
He's got one of those real, like, his his voice cracks me up. It's one of those real American voices. It's real, like, yeah. you know. And it's like, could be anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Could be anyone yeah. singing, you know? You're like, you could be anybody from them boys. Like, they're like, oh, you can kind of hold a tune. From, like, your attractive. On the block or whatever. Yeah. What band was he in? Oh, I can't remember their name. It was so, so American, though, wasn't it? It was, like, was it 98 Degrees? I can't. Was it 98 Degrees? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna Google this because I can't. I feel like it was 98 degrees. Uh, and once, was there sorry. like there was? I think there was some element of family in it too. There was I think cousins possibly, or yeah, 98 degrees. 98 degrees. How to? Oh my God, Carly, you are so embarrassing. I embarrass myself. Born on November 9th, 1973. I love the way you're going into it. You're like, Nick Lachey, born on November 9th, 1973. Great guy. He is an American actor, singer, and television actor. Stretch. Stretch. Do you ever see that on people's profiles, though? I know we're going a little bit off topic here, but I feel like we could do a total other episode on 90s boy bands and girl bands. Because they were a whole different world of pain. But um, I feel like there was always, like, they'd do those. Like, do you remember when Paris Hilton did House of Wax? Oh my god, yeah. It was called House of Wax. It was called House of Wax. And it was like, she's not an actress. And then it was like, actress, entrepreneur. I was like, oh, are we stretching? What was House of Wax? What was that about? Do you remember it was a horror one? It was a horror. And it was Chad Chad Michael Murray. Oh my god. As he he cheated on his wife during the. Did he cheat on his wife with Paris? Yeah, he did, yeah. And your woman's unreal from One Tree Hill. I know too much about this. I forgot all about that. (laughs) Give me the bullet. Yeah. Jesus. But you know what, actually? A scandalo. <laughs> a scandalo. I was thinking the other day and I was like, I would actually love to watch that from the start, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I did. Did you? I did, like, Where two did years you do ago. Um, Spike TV, I think it's called, Spike. which is funny enough. Is it Spike uh, TV? Yeah. Pardon the pun. It was mad. If yeah. you're a Buffy fan, you, you, know. Know. you know. You know, you know. Um, and my sister just started re-watching it. I don't know why. And then I started re-watching it with her and I was like, oh my God, I fucking love the show. But you know what? I yeah. really want to re-watch Angel. Oh my god! Angel was did, so good. I didn't pay enough attention to Angel when it was. I didn't appreciate it while I was around. David Boreanaz yeah. was my crush, like, and I just loved Angel. I loved Angel. Where is he these days? I know he did Bones. He did Bones. I think he does still bits and bobs, like Bones. Is cringy, yeah. is it? I've never watched it. That's very cringy. What is it? It's him. It's like fucking X Files. <laughs> it's him. It's like um. Sarah. It's like X Files. They try. It's like they tried to do X Files. Now I've only seen little clips of it, so maybe it's not the paranormal or the supernatural world, but there yeah. is weird shit in it. And it, they just—it's one of those shows that they just every little line needs to be wee. Okay, that's a bit much. Okay, a bit much. Oh, like it's like everything's a bit of a back and forth, and you're yeah. like, this doesn't need to be a back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, please. They just fill chill out every page with wee. Um, so on my journey of, you know, researching for also that dog, love it. Oh, but fuck, sorry, love it. About that. Um, He's an arsehole. So on my, yeah, he really is. But on my journey of, of course, researching for today. Yeah. Um, I found like the difference and like what's happened in trends of like TV shows. And it's like we've gone from like being really obsessed with reality back into high concept TV. Okay. So do you know what? explain it for the so, listeners yeah, but right. I actually don't know what you're right. so so high concept is kind of like basically it means it's easy to grasp okay so if you see like a poster for a TV show you kind of know what it's about right okay like gotcha. say for like what's a good one that would have a poster very like anything Marvel like Arrow yeah is that Marvel I don't know but okay. um, anything like Arrow or Arrow and you see him with like with his crossbow, and you're like, I know what that's about. Yeah, Do you yeah. get me? Or mm-hmm. like, it's it's kind of easy to think to, easy to grasp for us. But it's funny because what's after happening throughout like the pattern of the years is that we watch TV differently depending on what the world is like. Okay. So for say something like the '90s, we got really into like darker shows. Yeah. Because people were feeling good anyway because we had the tech boom. We had Bill Clinton in office, and that's seen as the quote unquote like golden years a little bit right okay and then like after 9-11 people got really into shows where like the bad guy was caught and punished oh wow all right okay yeah Yeah, it's really it's actually really like really interesting but like for um movies they have like marketing guidelines it's called the look the hook and the book okay and the look is like how visually appealing it is so like jurassic park you see dinosaurs 
mm. you know what it's about yeah, it's yeah. fucking dinosaurs in the poster you know what you're getting like the hook is like the story of the film that they're trying to sell so like everyone wants to know why do- dinosaurs are floating about on the earth again yeah you know and then the book is like the merchandising bait okay so like uh, like wearing t-shirts wanting the t-shirts getting the lunch boxes out okay when they were big and all that other kind of stuff so it's like having that concept so it's like basically it's going to be great for a wide audience because everyone will get it right do you know like mm-hmm. harry potter yeah everyone you, you saw harry with a wand in wizard you knew it was magical yeah you know yeah. so it kind of goes out to a wider audience it's not difficult like say if you saw something for like what's like walking i'd say walking dead was high concept as well because there's an alternate universe but apparently writers pref- like a lot of writers nowadays were going back to high concept um, and away from shows like The Office and stuff. Yeah. Because that's what we wanted for back then. And now we're going back to things that are kind of like fantastical again. Like yeah. The Good Place and like shows like that. And I think like from what I've read, writers prefer it because you can kind of, you can get more jokes out of stuff that isn't real. You can go a bit mad. Yeah. And that's why like Marvel, going back to the Marvel Universe, you know the way they have all them like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all those TV shows. And I'm like, who the fuck is watching them? Apparently people are really into watching them. Really? Yeah. Because they're really easy to grasp and they're just kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, it's not real and you can kind of carry along quite easy. Yeah. 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 So it's and it's not like those, it's not like a, a series where you'd be like, oh, I need to see what happens next. They're yeah. all kind of standalone things, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, people are, as much as we love reality TV, and reality TV really had its boom mm. in the 2000s, in the noughties, um, we're kind of moving away from that again. Yeah. Which is really interesting because you see other concepts like Love is Blind. So, obviously, we talked about this on our Patreon episode with Connor Bean. Um, and he is just so into his pop culture. He just knows pop culture like the back of his hand. He's yeah. just like an expert. Um, but we kind of briefly got into Love is Blind. But when I put it out to Twitter and when I put it out to our social media as well, everybody was like, please talk about Love is Blind. Oh. Because it is just like, like I'd say every second person was like, talk about Love is Blind. It just, it did grow legs, didn't it? <clears throat> it did. So all of a sudden everybody was talking about it and it, they timed it fucking brilliantly with Love Island being over. Yeah, definitely. And I think people, after Caroline Flack's passing and everything like that, people kind of wanted something that was so, that was comforting that they knew about, but was a bit bizarre as yeah. well. So if you don't know the plot of Love is Blind, Love is Blind is essentially really like, I, again, I don't know how this got over the fucking line. So a load of strangers that really want to get married go into pods. They date each other. They're not allowed to see each other. The pods are split by a screen. So you can't see each other. You can only talk to each other. They get to know each other. And then if they decide they've really fall, fell in love with an emotional connection, they're really pushing this emotional connection, by yeah. the way, mm-hmm. the whole way through up until the fucking weddings, they propose. And mm. once they propose and they've accepted the proposal, then they can meet. They get thrown in together into an apartment. They all get an apartment in the same complex, which is excellent, by the way. And um, they live together then for four weeks and then they get married at the end of it. It's mad. Right? It's fucking bizarre. I'm only on, I've only had an episode, uh, episode one and half of episode two because I fell asleep. <laughs> do you know what I like about it though as well? I feel like, mm, well, I do and I don't. With The Love is Blind, they did it in episodes and they did batches. So it was a three, they called it a three week event. It was like Love is Blind, a three week event. So they like released one batch of episodes in the first week, second batch of episodes and then third batch of episodes. I watched the finale last night and I have to say I was kind of bored by the end of it. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I was so, the first and second batch of episodes I was so all in for and then the we- like the weddings I was just like, oof. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm over it. But have you looked up the... Because obviously this was filmed in like 2018. 18, yeah. So they've had to keep an embargo on what... Yeah, on what happens. Happens, yeah. yeah. So oh, have you looked bizarre. at any of them up or... No. No? I, I didn't do it, That'd no. be the interesting part of it now. What? See, are they still together or are they still broken up? Yeah, well, they're doing a reunion now. Fuck. So they're recording a reunion for it as well, which will just be like ratings through the roof because everybody wants to see like even the ones that did make it the whole... Because not everybody makes it like... Yeah. And it's it's really interesting to see. So it'll be... I'm excited for that. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So that's... um. That's kind of like... It just grew arms and legs and went wild. It did. Yeah. Really just... I mean, I think people are like, please talk about it. Like... I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's not seen it, but there is just some certain characters that, like, there is one couple in particular and there's a 10-year age gap. 
and did she, she pick him? Is not getting over it. So, but she picked him. What do you mean she picked him? Ali picked the younger fella as opposed to Barnett. Uh, Barnett said no. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. okay. But yeah, no, Barnett's like... He probably like went long. to Elsie or the other one. What's no, he didn't go for Elsie. He went for Crazy Amber, yeah. Amber, okay. Yeah, but it turns out they're actually quite good for each other, but sure, oh, okay. Um, Well, it's what he deserves, I would say. He seems like a dickhead. Um, He gets a lot softer, but I mean, sure. Yeah, but he called Simon a stripper. Like, within Did two, he? Without, within two seconds of going into that. the pod. He was oh, like, it's a stripper's uh, name. So, oh, yeah, uh, strip that. club you work in. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was literally like, hey, no, that's my real name, Diamond, because yeah. I'm a diamond. And I was like, wow, bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Even I don't even know if I'd call my child. Yeah, well, for anybody who's not watching it, that was boring. Sorry about that, but yeah, yeah it is. But, a mad, um, it is a mad concept. It is. A, it's an incredible. It's, it's not like it's with really the Bachelor good. and stuff like that. It's not brand new either. It's not brand new, but I think it's because it's a Netflix one and people like yeah. to binge watch. And that's kind of like what's after happening here is mm. that like I feel like Netflix have really found a really good niche because what they did is they Absolutely. released them in batches. Yeah. So you're kind of like sometimes when Netflix release like with Stranger Things, I fucking sit up for two days and then I've melancholy yeah and I'm like this is shit and then with this it keeps you hooked in because they like do loads of buzz everyone's tweeting about it everyone's watching it at different times but then the the weddings just fell flat for me I they're gonna have to make it more exciting. They will. They've already commissioned season two. Have they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's starting to shoot like and fairly live. Mental because people will have known about it. Then. Yeah, exactly. People will now be like, "Oh my god, waiting for it." So I'd yeah. say they'll they'll churn it out now. I mean, it is all a money maker, um, and the, and they'll know what to push, like what narrative to push because people will be loving the drama. Yeah, true. Very so they'll true. show a lot more drama rather than a lot more crying. It's mm-hmm. very fucking emotional. Like, very. I'm an hour, one and a half episodes in, and I've already seen enough crying to do me a fucking year. No, bizarre. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Absolutely bizarre. Um, another one that people keep bringing up is naked attraction. That is crazy. So You're judging somebody after genitals. Yeah. Who hosts that? Is that Emma Willis? Yeah. It's very strange. It's again. This is where I'm like, why did she say yes to this? Yeah. You know. It's um like Emma Willis who does really like like she did Big Brother. You know she did like. Emma Willis raises babies. The circle. T- you know, babies. she's done yeah. like, she's done a good few bits and now she's literally like, haha, here I am doing fucking this mad TV show about people's genitals. So what is it again? There's like five or six people in a room and they like, it's like a girl who's picking, isn't it? The or girl a guy. who's picking and there'll be a screen on top of like a lineup of about five or six fellas, but they, they will take away the, the screen away from their genitals and you have to pick... Yeah. A, a suitor from the look of their genitals yeah and, then, and like genitals aren't cute at the best of times no and then they kind of go like they go a little bit up and a little when they show them their body and a little bit more and a little bit more it's really weird and then they date together naked and then it's like okay so if you want to just pop off your clothes and come back and then your one comes back and she's like great so here I am and then they go on a naked date it's a fucking bizarre TV it's show it's very strange a fucking bizarre TV show mm. um before we go back to that, I think uh, we should have a look at people coming up with their own ideas for reality oh, TV. Oh, I love it. Have you ever so, seen these videos on TikTok and they're like, this is my perfect murder or this is what happened? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, they're fucking brilliant. There's a girl, I saw one yesterday and you can never find the fucking TikTok video again if it goes missing. You have to like it if you want to save it. But um, she was saying, uh, what did she do? She sent somebody a Snapchat message. He put up on a story that he was like fresh out of the showers dressed ready to go out and she was like I don't know why I sent him this message but I just said I bet you look good now or I bet you smell fresh now and he was like I don't know what to respond to that and she was like you respond with I'd say you smell fresh too and then we go on a date but we don't meet back again for another 10 years and then she goes off on this whole fucking thing and they're the funniest stories I've ever heard in my life interesting then we meet up five years later I have a son oh you know all this sort of stuff like like Dwight out of the office my perfect murder yeah 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 yeah, (laughs) a break in a Tiffany yeah yeah it's Tiffany yeah yeah yeah. yeah. dad owns the store it's Tiffany (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) we go to two separate parts of the world (laughs) yeah Yeah. I Um, to meet me in Canada. I don't go to Canada. Yeah. I go to Spain. Yeah, it's so good. Um, 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So here are some that people have come up with themselves. I love it. Um, an insight into the world of stray cats. I cameras follow stray cats around and see what they do. The show we never knew we, we needed. needed. I would watch that. So would I. That's bizarre. I would watch that. And I'm not I mean, mad about cats. Look at them things. I mean, look, look at them. Not mad about cats, but I would. No, I would watch it. So would I. I would like. I would like to watch it. Um, this intense race to New York. So six people find themselves at random points on Earth, all the same distance away from New York. Oh my God! And they have to get to New York. I love it. I mean, it was, it's kind of like The Amazing Race, isn't it? But like, better. What, what's the other one uh, where they all get a bag of money and they have to... Or they're, they're all like under surveillance. It's not, it's not the hostage. Um, it's something like that. They're all given, I think... Sorry, there's a bag of money at the end of, the, end of it and they all have to go on this mission to get to the bag of money but stay under the radar. And but there's surveillance hmm. on them, like the producers and all. There's surveillance everywhere, and they can keep finding them. And but they have to try and escape the the producers to get to this bag of money. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, the producers have the cameras which follow them around. Anyway, um, city and country folk swap lives. So a do you remember wife swap? Yeah, that's another. I was about to say off the back of wife swap, this yeah. one would be a good one. That would be good. One. Basically, a rural guy goes to an urban area, an urban person goes to a rural. They get dropped off with a group of people used to that type of living. They do a life swap, party night, see what they're like, like everything around there. Yeah, like imagine getting dropped in the fucking back bars of the Gale talked. Oh, I love that. I'd love to see that. I think that would be great. Yeah, where tea. <laughs> they've done something like that uh, is it the village raised by the village or something where, where they send troubled kids up oh that's a good idea yeah so they they send I don't know how long I didn't watch it but I, I saw <laughs> the ads it, for like it they, it was heavily advertised but it was um, two inner city Dublin kids were sent to different parts of the country and they were like made farm and they were made join the local GAA and live with this family from the country but they really turned their life around like Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, this one I particularly love, Busker edition of the X Factor. <gasps> so I like that. Wannabe music producers can only source talent. Or oh, or sorry, no, this is making the band street corner. So these are kind of like two of the same concept. I'm like, oh no, wait. Um so there's making the band street corner edition. So wannabe music producers can only source their talent from street corners. Love it. Or then another one where actual um music producers like incog well not incognito because nobody knows what music producers look like do they really not really no um float around and find their talent from that I love it and don't I, introduce I'm sure themselves that happens. I'm sure they do but like, like I wasn't mean it imagine, the busker. yeah but imagine filming it oh, and seeing nice. like I'd why like they took that. someone on or why they didn't or what they think because like those people would just be performing anyway like it would be so cool I would love to see that yeah um so there's one here and it's um you fix up a house each episode but they only have five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars uh budget yeah they've done that before they have but not to they've done it on a shit scale do you not feel yeah like they've oh, always yeah, like, done it on like like 60 minute makeover and yeah stuff like and all that other kind of but crack. that's yeah a lot of that stuff is donated but yeah. even like 60 minute makeover adam as a painter and decorator does be going fucking really? mad so who the f- what fucking paint dries in the network oh really yeah he goes ape so and i'd be just like yeah, <laughs> but then I suppose that's like if it's on a timer with this the whole idea is that you get tips from professionals mm. throughout the show oh yeah you get me on like a small good. budget something that you can do for yourself um, improv comedy takes centre stage so it's called skit happens 
I love it. Um, which would be amazing. This is a listener's idea. These are all. Oh, no, God, no. These are all from Reddit. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> These are all from Reddit. Um, so teams of contestants are given various props and they have to just do skits around them. Loved them. So upcoming mm. improv people. That would actually be quite funny. That'd be cool. I mean, Wild Nate. I liked Wild Nate. I loved Wild Nate. I thought it was really like interesting. Like, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I thought it was actually gas because they yeah. were so put on the spot. Yeah. All the time they were literally like, um, what the fuck? Love. Is that Nick Cannon? Wild Nate. Was it was that? Nick Cannon's yeah. idea. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Made him a lot of fucking money. God bless him. Like he came from Nickelodeon, not really a, a big player in Nickelodeon, and yeah. absolutely made a made a made a fortune. Married Mariah Carey made a fortune. Had that had the twins. With had the, the twins Morocco and Monroe. Yeah. Um. Big Brother prank edition. So Big Brother, but in a house with secret packages, and they like they have hidden things that the crew can mess with the housemates. Oh, I like that. That would be very funny. Um, a difficult family cooking show. <laughs> so, a cooking show where there's a new guest judge every week, an old cooking proud lady, and you have to make her most favorite. And completely unhealthy written ancient family recipe. Oh, wow. No shouting. She's very sweet and encouraging, but not actually very helpful. The show will feature a lady from a different ethnicity every week. The jury is her family, ages 90 through to two years old, who will be judging on how close it is to how grandma makes it. I love it. That's actually it. No shouting. <laughs> no shouting. No shouting. Um, I would love that. <clears throat> competitive undertaking. So... That someone was like, I'm sure I could pitch this to Discovery Channel at this point. So next town over at Sunset Cemetery, Billy's shovel has broken three hours before the funeral. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking mad. Um, and then lastly, an, improv- an improved version of a very good TV show, Wipeout. But everything's oiled That's... up, so it's impossible to stand on. That was the name of the Amanda Brunker and Richard Hammond one. Wipeout, was it? Yeah. 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 That's fucking what it was. Yeah. Oh my God, hilarious. Imagine them all oiled up. Fucking hell. But there was oil on somebody. Assault cart, like, parts of them. But everything's oiled. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a shit show. I know, like... You wouldn't I make mean, it past the forest bouncy ball. That's a, that's a, that's like, literally... But every, like, where you're standing to jump off yeah. is oiled. <laughs> You're oiled. <laughs> Everything is oily. Jumping up and just going for Sponsored by Johnson's baby life. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's all I'm saying. I have one here in the in popular opinion inbox. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Netflix show game show called Awake? Yeah. It's have so you? many people wrote in about it. Really? So I had a quick I had a quick YouTube of it there. Bizarre. Okay, so Explain the it. explanation of it here. Eight or so contestants stay over 24 hours counting quarters and then guess at the end of the show how many they've counted. Then they do challenges and one person gets eliminated each time. Or if they think they were the worst in that challenge, they can opt to take the cash prize of 5, 10 or 15k, depending on the round. The last person gets to win, get to try, wins the money and if his or her guess of how many he or she is counted is within $250 either side they win everything but they can go even further and will win a million dollars if their guest was within $25 either side honestly a mad game and I'm probably not even doing it just in it just as in explaining it sounds complicated but I'd say it's mad they've just out for 24 hours yeah no I'd be fucked I'd be out so would I like I'd be out within like my memory shot as is like I can't remember what I read this morning I get you, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know what I never understood how it became such a phenomenon? Something like a phenomenon. <laughs> uh, deal or no deal? I still don't know how that works. So everybody, it's really weird. All the contestants are selected and they all live together in a hotel. Do they? Yeah, and then it like it'll be like Jen's episode. We'll all be like, Deadly Jen, it's your episode. And then you all just pick these random boxes every time. And then you'll like... There's like no rhyme or reason to it. I know like the dealer, everybody has a box. The dealer... Um, Is it called the dealer or the banker? Oh yeah, whatever it's called. No, I just couldn't remember because it's like the banker's calling. I the, hated that. The banker, yeah. They used to make such a fucking oh, song yeah. dance about it. And he'd be like, who's that bloke who presented it? I hated him also. Oh, I know, yeah. The, he looks like um, your man who owns Virgin, Virgin Media. Yeah, he, does, he looks like Richard Branson. <laughs> he looks like fully. Richard Branson. Fully looks like Richard Branson. Name, yeah. Um, but he was his name Richard as well. No, his name escapes me. I can't remember what it is. And when I when I see it, I'm gonna be like, oh, for fuck's for sake. Fuck's sake. Um, so you used to pick the boxes just randomly, and then the banker would be calling. So like, if you had, it was up to two hundred and fifty k, wasn't it? 
I don't know. I did. It didn't get into it. It was just. And a lot of people used to always end up with zero, or fifty grand or something. Because you'd have two boxes left, and you could switch the box or keep the box or take the box or whatever. There was no rhyme or reason behind it. No idea how it was so popular. Here it is. So deal or no deal. It was Noel Edmonds, by the way. No, there. Deal or no deal. That's the two hundred and fifty thousand pound question. Oh God. Uh. Oh God, I'm nervous. Posed by <laughs> presenter Noel Edmonds. There were 22 players, each of them whom, whom holds one of the 22 sealed boxes, each containing a different amount of money, ranging from 1p up to 250 grand. One contestant is chosen to play the game and he or she opens the other 21 boxes by choosing one at a time. When a box is opened, the value contained in that box is taken off the board. Oh, sorry, yeah, the, the board had all the, yeah, the things, things listed. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so they basically had to get the, all the way through the board without picking the, the most the, the, money. The most money, yeah. Yeah, so whatever one was at the end of it was what they were left with. But yeah. I think they could bank they could it swap, or take yeah, it. Or, a lot of people, like the two boxes that they'd be left with, I don't know how the fuck it happens. They were so very... like a hundred pound or a hundred grand. Yeah. So you'd be fucking stung. And that was just that. But like what was heartbreaking about it is that like all these people and like they really build it up and they were like, what are you going to do with the money? Like what, like, what are your plans? And they'd stars. be like... They always had like a story behind it. They're like, I'm going to pay for my mum. She's had a rough life, blah, 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 blah. And then like, it'd be like me and Jen being the last people. And I'd be like, Jen, I really hope that this is the box that you want. And then I have to flip it and it's like fucking 100k or something. And you're literally like, so I've just lost 100 grand. <sighs> yeah, because they're already close, aren't they? Yeah, because they're living together for fucking Yeah, but I didn't realise that. Like yeah. it's fucking mad. And then it's just like a draw as to who gets to go on the next episode. Mm. bizarre yeah and then I think they just film it all in, in batches but like you have to take obviously leave from your job and everything to go and do it because mm. it's just done in batches bizarre I have another one here there is something about Miriam where 12 men went on a show to find love with a beautiful woman named Miriam there was a catch unknowing to the boys about Miriam Miriam was once a man that's a show there's something about Miriam that was in the DMs oh this one here this one uh, yeah. the American reality show based on plastic surgery where you completely transform your face and body then have to compete in a fucking beauty pageant it didn't tell me this part Carla uh, against each other as to who was the prettiest or oh, had the best not- work done so warped oh. and it was also hosted by Amanda Byron uh, I loved how I loved that show but I don't know if that was healthy watching that at 8 years old <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching it being like oh my god I you were young it. like yeah still new. so young but I remember just being like this is so fucked up yeah Um, this is a, another outrageous suggestion that somebody sent in kiss bang love oh wow yeah Australian <laughs> funnily enough single men and women are given the opportunity to find a partner through blind kissing tests does natural physical chemistry predetermine romantic success that it's kind of like love is blind but the opposite isn't it yeah kind of um, and on the back of that the seven year switch what yeah four couples who've been together for several years but whose relationships are in turmoil are matched with a new person to live with for 14 days that just sounds like wife swap no but it just sounds like you're asking for trouble there why swap people weren't in a bad way if like these relationships are already in turmoil and you're fucking switching them no out. I think why swap they were because was it? it was it was kind of now I'd say most of it was for fun they just kind of had to say that their thing wasn't but they always came back on I'm really sorry I never appreciated that about you before I now know how much I w- would miss it if you didn't do it you know that kind of thing like they did go back and appreciate their partner a hell of a lot more because they were always ma- matched with like polar opposites. Do you remember the little fella? He was like, I won't eat my bacon. You, chicken nuggets. Yeah, my chicken was, I'm packing my bacon. Super nanny. No, that was wife swap. Are you sure? That yeah, was because nanny. they had uh, the lady. I remember seeing it. She was like, She was like, That woman's after coming in here and taking away my nuggets. Yeah, that's the, the oh. it was the wife swap because she, it was her week. So the wife used to have to live their way for I the know. first week. Yeah. And then she implemented her own rules oh, in the yeah. second week. And that's when he, he lost his shit. He was packing his bags. He was out of there. He was gone. Oh yeah, do you remember he was gone? He was in his little suitcase. Little shit, but hilarious. Another one that's on um, Netflix. And I actually watched this and it was bizarre. As bizarre as it sounds. Uh, back with the ex. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So it's basically like four singles reconnect with their exes and attempt to reignite their romantic pasts. Like there was there was mad ones that were like only a year broken up. And then there was someone who was like high school sweethearts who had like been married, had kids no and everything. Way. They actually did well. I think they're, they're still together possibly. Or there was ones that like they got caught cheating 
or there was on off relationships. It was really like it, it's it is actually quite interesting and it's on Netflix, so I just binge watched it and it was it was it was good enough. Like it was yeah. good enough for me. Good enough for me. It did you. It did me. Do you know what I mean? It did you. Um Bride and Prejudice. This mad shows. Have you heard about this? I've so heard- to try and like basically it's it's British, which I I quite enjoy British reality TV shows. Because mm. you're like, it's mad seeing how different like different areas are close to home. Yeah, the American ones are always the American ones are always fucking like ever. people are mental. I think that's why Love Is Blind did so well because people in America are fucking crazy mm. when it comes to love. And it's just married. so much more extreme, isn't it? Like with everything in America, it's so much more extreme. It's so much more like blown up in your face. Mm. Um, such a blanket statement, but also kind of true. Yeah. Um. So this one is six couples all uh, attempting to approach their big day are determined to try and win over their family. So obviously their family had a problem before. Oh, So yes. there was one couple and I think the husband was trying to convert into Islam. I was going to say a lot of family Muslim families just, like, are not about, about that life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was one lesbian couple and I think it was it was one of the partners' family just couldn't accept her sexuality or the fact that she was about to marry a woman. Yeah. Um. There was like mad stuff. There was one that just thought her daughter could do better, mm. so just wasn't having a bar of them. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't. I don't remember it. I just do you not? I yeah. No. It was. In, it was actually on. I remember. It wasn't actually too long ago because I remember. Unless it was just a rerun, but I. Uh, I remember seeing it because it was a girl. Uh, she was Muslim. He wasn't, I think he was Hindu mm. and he was willing to change over but her family were just having absolute, no sorry, her mother and her sister were fine, I think it was the dad that she had to try and win over, he was just having none of it but I think they ended up moving, moving country like to just have absolutely nothing to do with the family and they were, uh, they were all devastated like it's... It, it is a heartbreaking that's what it's I was a thinking it's a heartbreaking situation to be fucking on would you air out your dirty that's laundry that's what I was saying your family? would you like hard enough to go through that in the yeah. first place imagine a camera crew following you around through all that but also I'm like hi my parents are arseholes yeah. <laughs> welcome to the world of gobshites that I live with do you know it would just be I don't know it would just be rough it that's, would just be rough but, and do you know I was only thinking this the other day right as I was going you know how you end up getting this because I was Fucking delighted that Paige and Finn won um, Love Island. Spoiler alert for anybody who's only catching up, but I don't think you would be. Because um, I thought it was Shanice and Luke T just going by Twitter who mm-hmm. was going to win. But I was delighted and I was like, oh my God, I love them so much. I, I think they're, they're the only genuine couple in there. You know, all this sort of shit. And then I was like, actually, Jen, take it back to basics. They applied for Love Island. <laughs> Why do I care about them so much? Literally. But yeah. then every single person who's on a reality show, they have fucking applied yeah, for that. Yeah, I know. They knew what they were doing. It's not as if it's like, yeah, crew just found them you, and they were like, And you tend out. to forget that, don't yeah, you? you? Because you like do. Paige, she applied for Britain's Got Talent. And I can't unsee her on that stage. Come on, skinny. Yeah, I can't unsee it. Finley is plays for fucking like West Ham? West no, Ham, not West Ham. Right? It's the other one. It's the one with three MK Doms. How the fuck do you know that? I went on to his, uh, his Instagram. <laughs> I stalked him a lot. <laughs> you underestimate how much I know about I him. I couldn't know because I forgot what he did in real life because it was never mentioned. But he, yeah. And even like in the talent show in Love Island, he didn't do like techers or anything. And I was like, why? I like Shanice. And normally I'd fucking cringe, but I like Shanice and Luke T's dance. I fucking loved it. I was like, it's on. Eight, if you eight, eight, uh, eight, search eight. Heat magazine on oh, yeah, TikTok. I saw them yeah, on yeah. the TikTok and I was like, go on, get up. Give yeah, me up. I only saw part one and two and look, I'm still waiting on part three. Um, very gorgeous. Still waiting on part three. She can, uh, she can do a wine. She can, like, she's very cool mover. Yeah, She's very a cool, cool girl. <laughs> she's yeah. a slick but mover. But it's so funny because, like, Luke T isn't a dancer but he's still, it's just, he just has it in he his bones. He just has the flow, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah. Like, he's actually, he's just got that flow. Like. He's just better than her in some ways. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's got, like, hers is a bit put together whereas mm. he just looks like, yeah, he's yeah, just, he just is she a dancer? She is, yeah. A little dancer. I know she works I'm for a dancer. Benefit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> a dancer. Um, somebody said, do you remember that Bachelorette-esque TV show except half the guys were gay and if the girl picked a gay guy at the end, he took the money. If she picked a straight guy, they split it. Oh, God. I swear it was in the noughties. That did, sounds like an- Connor talked about this on the Patreon one, no? Didn't know. I think he did. I think he slightly mentioned oh, did it. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. I remember it. Actually, I do remember it because I remember the gay guys were like, I'm straight. I'm so straight. Yeah. Because they want the money, obviously. And they'd be like, I am absolutely straight. Like, Hilarious. I think it would be better in the reverse. 
if all the girls were or if the girls were a mixture of games, right? Yeah. I think that I think it would be gas to see how like men can be because I I'd say men would explode like if they picked a gay girl they'd be like no you're straight <laughs> do you know what I mean they'd be like no I'm not gay that's actually true they'd be like you do what I may very true they'll see them losing their minds yeah yeah I think that would be a incredibly uh, interesting so if you could just bill me yeah ITV if you could just bill me <clears throat> bill me for the fact that I just gave you epic epic suggestions um. Someone said the whole concept of love is blind. LGBT people were told for millennia that they would ruin the sanctity of marriage, but straight people can get married without even meeting each other on television. So true. That is the most like key point I've ever heard. Yeah. An iconic point, actually. Absolutely. TBH. TBH. Um, bizarre TV show concepts. I think these are... Oh, these are ones that this uh, listener has came up with themselves. The farmer oh. must find a wife or something similar. <laughs> Creepy old guy with old-fashioned views on what a wife is like has failed to marry till now. Has three women who think they're on the shelf move into his gaff. Fight for his attention so he'll pick them. Such old-fashioned views make me want to die. The definition of a man who views his wife as an object and not a person. I love that. Um, Any marriage at first sight things. And then naked attraction always freak me out. Oh no, maybe these are ones that are actually out already. The farmer one? The farmer one? The farmer must find a wife. I must Google that. Um... They said, by the way, the podcast gives me life on the weekly drive commute from the north to Cork. Oh, shit. Oh, no. North Meath to Cork. I can't Fuck. read today. Um, take me out was another mad one. Take me out. What? What? Take me out. Take me out. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. Take me out. Sorry. Take me out. I No like No like Oh, I fucking hated that. I hated his voice and all of that shit. And then the Irish, of course, tried to adopt it. Martin Guilfoyle. Was a guest on Take Me Out Ireland. Sorry, it's on his TikTok. Mm. Oh, Hi guys, I'm Martin. I'm from Southside Dublin. Oh no, and, he did, uh, fucking did not. <laughs> he fucking did not. <laughs> he did. I was oh. so young looking in it as well. Oh God bless him. Like ah, he's just ah, cute. A chick. He's, he's ah, a, chick. a chicken. Was he taken out? I don't know. He just put up the first bit of it on the day. I actually didn't see his episode. I probably did back in the day and didn't know who he was. Like, did he get taken out? Did he get? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he went to uh, what was it called? Shifters. <laughs> The shifters. It was shift. The Irish one was shifters. Oh, and, what was uh, the other one? Um, did they actually go on a holiday? Fernando. Yeah, but yeah. did they actually go on a holiday? They in went the on holiday. One? The this one. is, they and then they went did. to a fucking pub called Shifters in Ireland. Like how? Why don't adapt it? Like stop. Someone said uh, they sent in about naked attraction. They said naked attraction's fucking weird. Like, hi, I'm Dave, thirty six, a primary school teacher, and quite a shy guy. You've got your fucking cock out on the telly, Dave. Such <laughs> 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 a good point. <laughs> Uh, someone said do you remember the te- the show on MTV Room Raiders oh my god it was so strange they kidnap the person they go into the room <laughs> and into the, the back of a van yeah. <laughs> they go into their room and see how dirty it was use a black light on the sheets and for body fluids and stuff so disgusting and weird but I'd be glued to it <laughs> Be glued to it and terrified that it would happen to you at the yeah, same time. I was, I was like, oh my God, my mum is definitely going to put me on that show. Yeah, like, Do you remember you just used to decide these things in your head and you'd be like, oh, I swear now, my, I, like, my sister is definitely going to wrap me out yeah. and put me in that show. I think uh, we talked about that before on the reality TV one. Another one that was, uh, was Pit My Ride. <laughs> Pit My Ride, yeah, we talked yeah, about Pit My Ride did, in, the, in the yeah. reality TV. What was the um, one? Do you remember Punked? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher got his whole fucking career off it and he made his, so much money. Made so much yeah. money and I was paranoid. I like thinking I was a fucking celebrity, thinking that what oh, magic yeah. happened that I was going to punk you. <laughs> I thought that I was going to get punked. I was like, am I being punked right now? Me, like, I'm literally. No, who are you? You're 12? You're, 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 you're at home in your, in your, in your playroom. <laughs> Something falls off the shelf. Oh my God, am I being Oh my God, punked? is somebody going to punk me right now? <laughs> Who's going to punk you? <laughs> like, Oh, am stop. I being do you remember you'd be in school and you'd be like am I being punked yeah. no you're in maths yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no you're absolutely you're not being you're in B1 yeah you're yeah. absolutely not being punked right now you're yeah, on your I'm 10 minute break pretty sure it's illegal to put hammers up in the classroom like <laughs> you're also 13 yeah your life is not that fucking interesting uh, do you remember Eurotrot oh my god so it was really I just remember being a lot of naked women on it but it was a 30 minute magazine format programme in English but it was presented by French people it was presented oh, presented Anton what was his name uh, Anton de Colney something like Col- that yeah Col- it was on Col- Friday Col- on Channel 4 I remember because they used to go oh and Jean-Paul Gaultier what yeah Oh, he was the little creepy fuck. <gasps> oh, what? He was a creepy 
was like Hugh Hefner on the thing. He was a weirdo on it. And like, you'd see the one with the biggest boobs in the world on yeah. it, or you'd see like. It was really sex uh, driven, I remember. Oh, it really was, because yeah. it was like showing factories where they're, uh, and then nudist beaches, and yeah. just weird shit that goes on in Europe. Davina McCall was a voice. She was. She was a voice on it, yeah. Because she was mad for Channel 4 back in the day. Oh, though. yeah, she was. Like, name in all fairness, yeah. Um, yeah, because she was Big Brother as well. Do you know they had a one-off special? What? In June 2016 for the referendum. You're a trash. Because yeah, the European Union. Gas. Oh, yeah. All together. Um, I miss Euro trash. Bring it back, please. Yeah, it yeah. was a bit of crack. It was a but when one. like, but when you're what age would I have been watching your trash? And like, I had a little fucking portable tiny screen telly up in my room watching it, and then like petrified that my mad walk up while I was watching. Oh, no watching it because it was there was boobs and all, and oh, I was yeah, really like, young. Oh, 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 no watching, no watching porn. Yeah, <laughs> you would genuinely think you were watching porn. I was like, oh my god, there's porn on my TV. I didn't realize it was free. <laughs> So oh, it was fucking gas it was. Um, someone said just tattoo of us. How is that legal? Oh, how that is, is bizarre. Who would put themselves forward for that TV show? I do not understand. It's like people that go and judge Judy and are happy enough to air out all their dirty laundry. Fucking bizarre. Yeah, it is weird. Absolutely bizarre. Um, someone said cat dog. Remember <laughs> cat dog? Cat dog. And angry beavers. I don't remember angry beavers now. Do you know? No. Angry beavers is kill Norb and... I can't remember the other beaver's name. They were funny though. So like the cat dog was like, it was the face of a cat and then the arse was the dog head and they both yeah. just had like, and they just joined the middle and it was a t- and it was a cartoon, but it was just a it was fucking bizarre The household cartoon. pet centipede, mm-hmm. basically. Um, <laughs> somebody else suggested, <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> somebody suggested Fear Factor. Yeah. I remember it was huge when a force came out. I lost interest fairly quickly. What fear factor? Mm. Yeah, I loved it. Now it was every Thursday night at eight pm. Mm. <laughs> That's how much I loved it, and um, I used to be bet into Who it. Who used to um, present that? Name. Was a huge name that used to present that. It was Joe something? I feel like his name is Joe. He was short, and he had a deep American voice. It wasn't Joe Gro- Joe Rogan, was it? it? Wasn't Joe Rogan? Was it? Let me it fucking was not. Then I feel like yeah, because he was a skinhead. No, he was a bodybuilder. It wasn't Joe Rogan. Was it? He, Ludacris yeah. did it for a while. Joe yeah, Rogan. Th- th- it was Joe Rogan. Fuck off. Yeah, it was Joe Rogan. That's what I had a feeling. Fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, and then I thought Dwayne Johnson did it for a while as well. Oh, did he? It says presented by Joe Rogan and Ludacris. Ah, Ludacris. Yeah. Uh, I miss him. Um, Joe well. fucking Rogan. That is mad. Yeah. Hilarious now. That is... um. Yeah, that rings so many bells now that I know that that's Joe Rogan. Yeah, I did Sorry. See yeah. Oh my God, somebody just wrote in one and I can't believe this has not come up and been like absolutely like looked at by by the deepest of psychologists. Super size versus super skinny. Oh yeah. How the fuck did they get away with that show? It's mad. It was like the most body shaming show. Actually, I know it was the premise that it wasn't body shaming, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Was, they were trying to make it educational, weren't they? Yeah, it was like, look, this... Uh, and do you remember they used to put all the food into the brackets and they had to... Do you remember they used to put them into, like, these bins almost? And the person that was super skinny had to eat... That Yeah, it was cruel. Like. It was, yeah, it was, it was so fucked. It was absolutely fucked. There was a lot of ones that kind of got, like, started in the UK and then America would just kind of, like, run off with them, wouldn't it? And do you remember Dr. Chris Jessen? No. No, do you remember Dr. Chris Jessen? No. And he was that really attractive doctor and he was on that other one, um, Embarrassing Bodies. Oh, Blonde, Christian. Floppy, yeah. Dr. Dr. Christian. Christian. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Christian Jessen. That's not what I said. I, you know, I would have just known who you were talking about if you said Dr. Christian. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, it's like, do you remember? It was such a body shaming fucking, like, an absolutely triggering show. Yeah. So fucked. As well as, like, my 600 pound life and, like, you watch them and you're like, you're kind of going, why is this on the telly or like what's the crack with it and then the one on 600 pound life I'm sorry but the the plastic surgeon looks like the ropiest plastic surgeon (laughs) I've ever seen he's this little fella and he just comes in and starts giving out shit about like the fact that you haven't lost enough weight to go ahead with the gastric band I just feel like he's 
he do an operation with a spatula. Do you know oh. what I mean? I just get that feeling oh, off him. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He just comes across like he doesn't, yeah, give, doesn't a give a shit. Whereas, man. like with botched, I feel like I'd be looked after. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. By the lads. I mean the, the lads. <laughs> um, someone said passion fashion. Don't, don't be ripping. Do you not know passion fashion? On TG Cat. Uh, we've had this before. Yeah. We've had this conversation before. Fashion, fashion. Uh, an absolute belter of a of a TV show for us in the noughties. Um, and then I, everybody just kind of keeps bringing up the same ones again and again. But somebody said the Gummy Bears cartoon. Bears would take liquid speed, go berserk and scare the villain. Fucking hell. It was a kid's show. Nice. Slightly terrifying. Mm. Um, yeah. I think that pretty much... We'll finish I'm up with sure. gummy bears on speed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it yeah, seems like a good place to stop. I am sure we missed out on loads. We definitely did. We sure absolutely we did. But what's fucking new? Like, yeah. you know, we're, ne- we're never that prepared when we're doing this show. We're recording this after upload time on a Sunday this week. I mean, Sorry what, about that. what can we do? We need to get our shit together, really, what don't we, do we, We absolutely do. Well, hello. <laughs> I had the research. <laughs> I had the fucking research here. Um, yeah guys we also have a new Patreon episode up at the moment um, it went live today we will leave the links in the bio um, and everything else like that and me and Jen are working on a few we had a little conference call there before we recorded we're working on a few cool new concepts and things to do for our Patreon as well so if you're interested click into our social media click in the link in our bio and go onto our Patreon mm. sign up we're fucking there Fucking there, that guy's fucking there. Yeah, fucking Connor Bean. He was like the coolest fucking pop obsessed person ever in the entire world. Absolutely. If you don't know, um, just because we didn't reference it in this one, because I think some people are like, who? And then you say he was on pop obsessed. They're like, oh, no, Connor Bean. Him. He was also on Fade Street after Fade Street. He was. Yeah, he used to do the little uh, riffs the, at the end, which were my favourite. Quite fun. Yeah, absolutely. Quite fun. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Dickie. Okay, Dickie, everybody. Um, we will leave you there. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.